Remember, I'm Pam Dawson, virgin school nurse from Winchester, Tinfieldville, Iowa. (laughs) That's priceless, huh? (laughs) You, a virgin. (laughs) Welcome to the Black Irish Podcast. Welcome to an all-new episode of the Black Irish Podcast with myself, Brendan McCorkle, and Mike Crawford. What's up, brother? What up, Brendo? How you doing, man? I'm good. How are you this week? I'm alive. Welcome yes, in. sir, you are. You are here and smiling, and that's all we need. So, hey, I got a question for you. We got this uh, Governor Newsom, whatever, asshole out here in California with this recall vote. And so they send a list of replacement candidates... Would you ever vote for anybody with a nickname? Like that's the name they put on the ballot? Yes. It, it's like Jack Sweetness Wilson. You're like, do I really <laughs> want my governor to be Sweetness? Like, what the fuck? No, no, no. So y'all have to get a new governor? I don't know. You got to vote if... I got to read the thing. You got to vote to recall him, and then if that goes through, you have to have somebody to replace him. So they're doing... You vote for both of them at the same time. Gotcha. But it's like some of the candidates put their like nicknames on there. Like I don't trust a person that puts their nickname on there. Like you're handling my taxes, bro. Does the current governor like have a nickname? Uh, I think he has a lot of nicknames. I don't think he likes any of them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what else people don't like? Getting fit, fitness, Mike. You ever walk through the store and you're like, man, I wish I had her body. No, I think not her. really, dude, I've seen some like some chicks walking through the supermarket and I'm like, dude, it's sad. You want her body right now? Like she's kind of like thick a little bit. And you're like, yeah, if I shaved a few pounds off, I could look like that. If we're talking about fitness, like, give me a I'm going to have you send me a, like a, a workout. That I could do at home, like push up, sit up, something that you do at home. See if I could do something. Because I'm going to start trying to do intermittent fasting. So Nice, bro. Like, I got some workouts for you. I started, I actually started working out again recently, <laughs> but like hard. But so I got like, I'm trying to get like shit that's comfortable going. for me, you know. Awesome. But I got like these boxer briefs that are supposed to be for, you know, are being they, mobile, agile, hostile, all that shit. But it's like. What's that? Ethica. Are they Ethica? No, they're Hanes. But they're very, like, testicle forward. You know what I mean? Like, it kind of, like, puts your... It enhances everything. Or so it looks like it. Like, my dick isn't big. It's just constantly swollen. (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) No. What? Like, yesterday, I probably jerked off, like, four times. Whoa, I don't want to hear that in. Pause. Why? It was like the perfect storm of like boredom, curiosity, and like stick to itiveness. I don't want to hear how many times you drink. 
whatever, fine. You want to hear about me trying to get pecs? Because I'm trying to do that, and it's really, really hard to get pecs. It is? Yeah, what it's you, like... you got to do to get pecs? Well, it's one of those things where it's like such a daunting task, because if you don't try and get pecs, your life isn't going to change dramatically. But if you do, it's like really hard to get to that point. I don't know. It's kind of like playing the drums. Like at first you do it and it's like, oh man, I kind of got the hang of this. Like this isn't as hard as I thought. And then it's like the third set of reps and you're like, no, I fucking can't do this. So I don't know. I can't play the drums still either. So I'm over two. I don't know. I just always was like, hey, what does it take to get pecs? How do you do that? And then so I started trying. I'm like, oh, this sucks. That's why it's nobody does it. <laughs> yeah, push-ups, man. Just do a whole bunch of just like a hundred push-ups an hour. You'll get pecs no time. Sure. Dude, you know what you should do? Is do countertop push-ups. Every time you go to the bathroom, right before you wash your hands, just do like whatever you're comfortable with, like five push-ups on the countertop, ten. It's kind of easy, but it's also kind of difficult. Just gotta watch out for the, you know, fecal matter on the counter. But you're gonna wash your hands anyway, so who cares? Exactly. And it's probably your fecal matter, so. I mean, hopefully. Yeah. But what if you're at like a restaurant or something like that? Ooh. What done, done. situation, Mike? Real time situation. Shoot the <laughs> hostage. <laughs> um if you go to a restaurant and you see an employee not wash their hands and walk out, do you say something? Yes. To who? Well, to them. Because they might not be serving you, so you ain't might not have a chance to say nothing to them directly. Yeah, but what if they are serving you and they're like, oh, yeah, fuck that no, guy. I'm Let's not, go spit in his no, food, no. too. No, no, no. I'm leaving. Because I'm definitely going to tell. Then I'm leaving because I'm going to think they're going to spit in my food. <laughs> You're just bouncing. But I'm definitely snitching. I'm definitely telling them because no one deserves that. Like, you, you should wash your hands. What if he's what if what if he's like, oh yeah, sorry about that. I you know I usually wash wash him in the kitchen, but I'll do it right here. Are you still bouncing? What you mean? Are you if still leaving? It, yeah, I'm still. No, if I don't have to, if I say something to him and he responds in a nice manner, I'm not leaving. If he if I say something to him and he just keeps it moving, and I have to tell his boss I'm leaving. Gotcha. So, what do you what do you yeah. do with uh, hair in your food? I'm just getting new food. I mean, that's you don't just pick it out and keep going. No, 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 no. Why? It's just a hair. It's disgusting. It's the same. Just don't eat that. Those four noodles or whatever it is. That one piece that of chicken. Absolutely disgusting, brother. It's coming from the same place. Yeah, but it's a hair on my food. So dramatic you are. Hey. If that's the case, why are you skipping that part? You might as well eat that too. It's just the hair. Just pick the hair, bloop, keep it moving, keep I going. Mean, I usually do if I'm hungry. They <laughs> <laughs> don't need to skip it if that's how you feel about it, buddy. <laughs> but uh, like that, I, I can see, like a hair doesn't bother me. Fingernails are, I mean, hopefully fingernails. How you get a toenail and some food, that's gross. Yo, you get a fingernail in your food, that's absolutely disgusting. But I've had someone at McDonald's bite my burger before. How was that? Like a bite out of the burger, bro. <laughs> what happened? It was a bite out of the burger. It's like somebody was eating the burger, then they needed it for me, and so they just wrapped it up still and gave it to me. Like, that's what it looked like. Bro. Like you weren't so going to we say something? 
Oh, I definitely said something. <laughs> I know, but like, why would they even give it to you? They're like, oh, this guy is just going to take it on the chin. Or he's not going to look. I guess they thought, I figured they figured I wouldn't have checked it, but I'm a no cheese guy, so I have to check yeah, it, which is why you you're giving everything. me a second burger in the first place. So this is the second burger. So this isn't the first burger. They messed up and put cheese on the first burger, so I asked for a replacement. And the second burger had a bite out of it. Oh, that's because the person making the burger was like, fuck this guy. Took a bite, put it in the bag. That's for sure what happened. That's what I would have done. Well, it cost the restaurant about $160 in McDonald's because I'm not a petty guy. I wasn't at the time because I could have like turned it into a social media blitz, but I ain't that bored. How is it $160 worth of McDonald's? Because me and my friends were in the car together. We were just like, he was like, oh, man. And we got the manager. I'm like, yo, you gave me a burger with a bite. He's like, oh, man, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What do you want? And so me and my homeboy just start ordering shit. <laughs> <laughs> so you just like, filled up the car with McDonald's? Hat- Man, we had every meal multiple times. Like we were like two number threes, four number two. And, we and they were just like, shit. keep it going. Don't take keep any bites going. out of this stuff. We had the McDonald's line held up for about 30 minutes as they just gave us like eight bags of food. Like we just ordered shit. Like we were going, you know. Oh, that's hysterical, stuff, so dude. We had food for everybody when we went back to the car game. Like McDonald's on us. That's awesome, though. That's what you're supposed to do as a McDonald's manager. You're not going to yeah, own that yeah. McDonald's one day or McDowell's well, or whatever. Also, it's he understood be. that it could have turned into a bigger situation if I yeah. had fucking made a stink about the fact that somebody whole bit my burger, bro. <laughs> <laughs> That's still a pretty baller move to just be like, fuck this guy. <laughs> <laughs> shit was the wildest shit ever, bro. I love it, man. That's fantastic. I could see, like, <laughs> shorten you a nugget and be like, man, fuck that guy. But straight out biting your burger, bro. <laughs> I don't know how you didn't rip that silly noggin off that guy's neck. <laughs> Man, for, uh, yeah, I was like, I, I was, I'm telling you, that was, a, that was a situation. Oh shit! Well, that just goes to show you, you can't put a price on a man. Yes, you can. Hundred and sixty dollars worth of French fries and Big Macs. <laughs> there you go, baby. <laughs> Did you I ever do uh, like? It. Put graffiti in restrooms of like chicks' names or anything like that. You did? How did I know that was a weird thing you did? Bro. See, there was a time before you knew me when I was a different guy. I know, but still, like a girl's name? Different guy. Oh, yeah, man. Good BJ? (laughs) Write her number right on there, bro. I actually wouldn't put their names. I would put good BJ and then put phone numbers. (laughs) I was going to say, but, like, sometimes people go in there and, like, they'll put, like, Martha or whatever. You picture whatever name you want. But it's, like, yeah, that may have been, like, a wonderful tribute at the time. But you go back and visit her in six months, Martha's a different woman. She has changed. That is a filthy lady. She does all kinds of nasty stuff now. Yeah, man. See? There's even pictures of her. Woo. We used to write all types of stuff on our, oh, yeah. Oh, dude, construction porta potties is like, like the crude comic section of the newspaper. It's just hysterical. People talking so shit. I'm not, gonna, I'm not gonna like. But yeah, I don't know how. To, I was gonna say I don't know how the fuck you ever used a porta potty, but I'm pretty sure there are times that you absolutely just had no choice as you worked in construction. Oh, it didn't bother. It was one of those things where I it's like you I start doing it. Well, I started working. 
in uh, glass constructing, being a glazer with my dad when I was like 12 or 13 or something like that. And so I was like just around it so young that it never bought. I was like, yeah, you just, that's where you go to the bathroom. It wasn't a big deal. Yep. I can't even. I kind of preferred it sometimes. You get some solitude, man. I don't even ever go on one. Can't can't see the inside. Oh, I've hung out for longer than I should have been on a construction site just to kill some time. If I had to shit, I'd shit outside before I shit in a porta potty. Oh (laughs) yeah. Well, speaking of which, I had uh, I had a little bit of a situation at the Dodgers (laughs) game on Sunday. I text you about it while I was at the game. You absolutely did. <laughs> so I just I text you. It was like the bottom of the fourth. I just said I have a situation, <laughs> a pretty serious situation. Oh, but what do I do? Okay, so it was I was at the Dodgers game with my wife, my son, my oldest son, and one of his friends. So it's not just like I could be like, it's not all family. I can't just be like, hey, guys, we got to kind of bolt here. And it's not like, you know, I can kind of hold it because I've been eating clean. I've been exercising. And then it was draft day. So for we had our fantasy football draft over the weekend. And I made ribs and chicken wings and we had sandwiches and I just ate all kinds of garbage. So this was like, I mean, I was just a free for all on Sunday the next day. And it was just, I couldn't, couldn't really hold it very much so i wasn't sure what to do (laughs) so it was the bottom of the fourth man it was the bottom of the fourth so i was like all right let me ride this thing out for a little bit and i did i rode it out for a little while but then it was like the top of the eighth and i'm like oh my gosh can i make it home i don't like like i'm afraid if i stand up like it's a good thing i wore jeans today and not shorts because i don't know what's (laughs) gonna happen man I need to contain this somehow. So I'm nervous, super nervous. And then I go in and there's all the stalls are like just jam-packed. It's the eighth inning. Like, gosh, if I was going to do it, why didn't I go in the fourth? I waited another four innings to do this. (laughs) What is my problem? So then you go and try and helicopter and do that whole thing. Oh, it's just a nightmare. Just a nightmare. (sighs) Well, I'm glad you made it out alive, Brittany. I did. So I never even took the brother. shit. Didn't do it. <laughs> Couldn't go through with it, Mike. Salute you, Mike. You were in my head the whole time. I figured it was better to clean out the front seat of the car than anything else I would catch at Dodger Stadium. <laughs> yeah, oh, another thing I saw at Dodger Stadium was they have in center field now they have this awesome place for kids. Let me iterate that. And they have like a pitching thing from like 25 feet away that clocks your miles per hour. And then they have like a little T that you hit and it's like double, single on the screen. For every two children, there's a grown man that does this. (laughs) Each cage and like does the the stupid whirly bird thing with their arm like they're warming up to pitch. And you're like, oh, by the way, that's not how you stretch your arm. You idiot. You saw that in a cartoon, like a Looney Tune or something. Like, just the most ridiculous things. And then the cage isn't made for big people. So they get, like, these half swings, and they're all hitting the cage, and bats are flying everywhere. It's like, bro, they should just put a sign out. Like, if you are over 12 years old 
or five feet tall, you're not allowed in here. No, I didn't. Would you do I'm that sure. kind of stuff, honestly? No, not not if it's a kid's place. Um, well, I mean, they let adults in there. Would you do the pitching no, one? I mean, I can look at it and tell if it's a kid's thing or not. If I think it's a kid's thing, I'm going to leave it to the kid. What if it's borderline? What if you're like, yeah, there's not a lot of people here? But I don't do a lot of that type of stuff. Like if I go out to the bar, because I don't know, man. Why would you? Right? Yeah, that's not what I'm there for. Like, I'm just here to see the game. <laughs> would you do one of the, uh, did you see the Braves fan that fell in the race? Would you do one of those, like, seventh inning stretch races against the, the home mascot? What's the, what's the prize? I don't know. They usually get, like, something stupid, like a $100 gift card to Target or some bullcrap. It's like, yo, it's a $1,000 race? Thank you. Bro, so what, they, so what they do is they had a guy start in uh, left field, and they had, I think it was called the freeze at the Braves game, a guy just in a jumpsuit start at the foul line in left field. So this guy's got a, however big Yeah, yeah, the, the blue suit. He has to catch it. And he has, they have to cross the finish line at, you know, whoever wins, wins, but this guy's got a head start. So obviously they get somebody that's super fast, and I'm whistling a lot today, and in the suit, and they are freaking like jamming down the warning track. So it's the end of the warning track. And this guy gets not 10 feet away from the end. He's going to beat the freeze finally. And wow, face plants. <laughs> and even the guy in the jumpsuit runs by and like throws his hands up like, uh, I'm not going to stop, right? <laughs> it was hysterical. Would you do any of that kind of stuff if it was like a, a, for a thousand bucks? For a thousand, I'd do it. I'd follow my face for a thousand bucks. What about 500? Nah. <laughs> what about a $750 gift card to Armani Exchange? No, I don't want that much Armani Exchange. <laughs> <laughs> you would if you had a gift card. Yeah, or I can sell the gift card. $750? Uh, do I got to win or just participation? No, you got to win. <sighs> Fuck that tough. participation bullshit. You got to win, that's bro. Tough. <laughs> that's tough. <laughs> Oh no, maybe I think I'm seven fifty just to run. What? Okay, what would you do? What kind day. of those silly things would you do? Would you get in one of those sumo suits and go against another fan? No, no. You wouldn't do anything like that. What about like half court shot? Oh, I'll do that. Would you do one of those uh, time drills against somebody at a basketball game? Yeah, I'll, oh, I'll do all that. I don't think that's I'm talking about stuff that like, like at the big the goofy game, shit. You wouldn't do the goofy shit. Yeah, you can fall on your face and embarrass yourself. <laughs> like, I ain't about to embarrass myself in a basketball court. I did that for a long time. Like I can, I can look normal doing this. Oh, see, I'm usually good at the goofy shit. I embrace it. <laughs> I'm a goofy guy though. There you go. Speaking of being a goofy guy, we did have our fancy football draft over the weekend. And uh, one of our guys came in from Colorado. And by the way, I just realized that I had no idea where Colorado was. I was like, it's right next to Nebraska? Oh, fuck, I don't know. I thought the it was so much closer to California. They think we're intelligent. You can't tell them that. Well, <laughs> I just said there's this one thing. I can't be weird about this one thing. Because I'm like, man, why is everybody go to Denver airport? Like, why is that such a big deal? It's like, oh, because it's like the perfect transfer spot. That's why. I always thought it was close, like somewhere 
closer where Arizona is. I don't know why. I don't know. Geography is not my why. thing. I don't know why either, but it's time for me to get my name on the trophy this year, baby. You think so? It's been uh, 12 years running. You've been for what? Six, seven now? I don't know, but... It's been a while. Is, yeah, it has been a while, and I need to get my name on the trophy. All right, so we'll go through. We're going to reveal our fantasy football teams here, and just for the record, the way that we have our starting lineups is different than most people, most leagues, and I don't care. Um, so we have 10 people <laughs> have in the league, which... Well, we have 10 people in the league, which usually makes for everybody to have an awesome team, which is boring. So what we do is we start two quarterbacks, three running backs, four wide receivers, one tight end, one kicker, and one defense. We also have six bench spots. So it gets really tight when you get to that second quarterback, third running back, fourth receiver. That's where you make your money and knowing the game and knowing the players really, really helps. So... We also all do it pretty much manually with just papers and magazines, and we don't necessarily <laughs> go through all the apps and stuff. We go old school and just, you know, have some fun with it. There you go, baby. So, uh, do you have your team in front of you? We'll go round by round. The best team? All right, all right. Well, I had the fifth pick out of ten. No, did I have five? One, two, three, four. Yeah, I had the fifth pick out of ten, and Mike had ten out of ten. So he would have eighteen picks in between his two. So that's some people like that spot, some people don't. What do you think? You, the like person that had spot. ten. I like the I like the ten. You like, like the, the ten? 10. Yeah, I think I like the 10. one, two, three, or eight, nine, ten are the best spots. Obviously anything in the middle is garbage. So I don't really like one. One always sucks. Three because out of thir- I mean, three out of 20, what, 21? It's not bad, though. It's not bad. Yeah, but... But I the, prefer my two out of 12. I mean, two out of 11. Uh, yeah, exactly. Because also with the first pick, it's your whole season rides on that thing. It's like if you miss, you you know, you got a lot of ground to make up. It can be done. And I ain't going to miss. Yeah, yeah. All Physical right, so my first round... On, baby. I took your boy Zeke Elliott, even though you don't think he's gonna do that well. I don't. I think you might have. I think. I think you might have semi missed. I think he's gonna have a touchdown. I don't think he's gonna have a yard yet. Well, I think, I think with Dak going down <laughs> or going missing down. some weeks, missing some time. That ain't gonna happen. Who are you wishing that on? Don't be I'm not wishing that on anybody. I think with all of his already shoulder issues. He's going to have to miss a week here or there for some recovery time. That's all. Near a bye week. You know how that goes. With 17 weeks? fabrication. Come on, bro. But that's just me. Which goes to your first pick, which was? Dakota. Dak Prescott. Who I think is going to lead the league in yards and touchdowns this year. 50 and 5,000. What? And then, in the surprise move that just kicked the draft all into shit, with your second pick on the snake, you took Russell Wilson. It's a two quarterback league, bro. Like I need my points up front in in abundance. And he predicted predicted the goal four hundred this year. So sign me up, buddy. I like it, man. I did the same thing with a couple of guys where I was like, 
I just want him at this spot, so I don't care. Like, this is where he fits in my lineup. I mean, I was going to take – so, at that spot, there were four quarterbacks that I, I was going double quarterback no matter what. And there were a couple that I had in mind if you all decided y'all didn't want to go quarterbacks early, but a couple people did. Yeah. Because I, I thought this league was going to be – because just a lot of it, – it'd be a lot of hold-offs on the quarterbacks. I think there was know. four taken in the first, like, 11 picks. It was something insane. I was like, what's was. going on here? Because people took my guy. People took uh, Mahomes and someone took Kyler Murray early. I want to say 10. No, 9. Kyler Murray? Was it Kyler Murray? It was another. It was two quarterbacks taking. No, no, no. Aaron Rodgers was early. Patrick Mahomes was early. Yeah, okay. okay. Josh Allen was early. And I wanted to take Josh Allen over Russ, but for some reason I just think the Bills, I think that was just a magical season. I'm not not a Josh Allen fan. So. Wilson is consistent. He's been doing it every year. He puts up the I like him. Give me rest. I like him. I was just surprised that you went back-to-back QBs. So then I um, went back-to-back any, running back. Any two quarterback leagues, I'm going back-to-back QBs. Hey, hey, it makes sense. The win-above replacement is what it's all about in this league. So <laughs> uh, I took Najee Harris on the way back. and then like in that run- pick. What's that? I like that pick. Yeah, that was. I was excited that he was there at you know, 16 or whatever it was. Um, then I took A.J. Brown on the swing up in round three. And you took... C.D. Lamb. Took your boy C.D. Lamb. And then on the yes, swing, took my guy. Mr. Kittle. Come George Kittle. Come through for me this year, George. He missed time last year, so I expect, I expect the bounce back gear. Yeah, me too. I would love it. Love my it. Guy. You can have all the points from him. And then mm-hmm. on my return, I took Joe Mixon, who I was like, fucking don't take Joe Mixon for like the third year in a row. Like he's bound to, fit. like last year he didn't have a great year. I'm like, ah, oh, he's going to do it again. Don't do it. I took him anyway. I must but, say, after looking at it, I like your running back room. But Joe Mixon and Najee Harris are great picks because they're going to be three down backs and they do both catch and run. And I like that the only one you're shitting on is my first pick. That's great. I'm not really shitting on him. I just personally <laughs> don't think. But that's just a personal opinion because I like Pollard. Yeah. I'm a fan of Pollard. As a Cowboys fan, I've seen Pollard over the last couple of years, and I'm just a fan. I think he should get more time. Now, who knows? He probably won't. They're paying Zeke $15 million a year, so if Zeke's healthy. He's probably going to play. But if you want my personal opinion, Pollard just has a little bit more pop. We'll see what happens. I yeah. did take uh, Chris Godwin wide receiver from Tampa Bay on the swing up, which I've been on him for a couple of years now, and he's he hasn't let me down yet, so why not? You know, I keep – I usually draft yeah, it's guys. it's going to be tough, though. That's a lot of targets because OJ's back and they brought Antonio back. That's a lot of balls to go around. Yeah, that's true, but, but Tom Brady yeah, also likes to dish the ball so, around. So, so Yeah, he does. We'll he see. Does. We'll see. It's just a, who gets them touchdowns, man. Yeah. He touchdowns in this league, baby. That's going to be what it is. All right, so then you're round five. You took a guy I don't trust. Uh, you don't trust Terry Mack? No. With Fitzy? I don't trust Who loves him. to just throw it up? Yeah, I don't know. He like just he, looks he fragile. He looks fragile. Who, Terry Mack? Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> I get it. The yeah. numbers, say, numbers say pretty good. He he does look small for for outside wide receiver. I respect that. I can respect that. And he's on Washington. Just reminds me of Santana Moss, who is so up and down and just 
that guy just drove me. Yeah, but he's a lot better route runner than Santana. I know he is. I know. It's just, it's my deep-seated trauma that I can't get over, and I'm being a baby Mm -hmm. about it. But I took him because I like the fact that Fitz will throw the, like Fitz will throw the ball. It might be some interceptions in it. He's gonna throw it to you. And yeah, you're the best receiver on Fitz's team. He's gonna give you a chance, buddy. <laughs> and then you finally, in round six, took a running back like a wild man. Yes, and not even real, a good man, one. If you don't, if you don't get the, not even a good one. He's gonna be a running back for. The, not, not everybody does. I know. Me, me, I know. This up to the, the Rams world. are a running no, no. team. Oh, okay, because the world seems to think they see all this zigzag and they see all this, oh, and they don't. His offense is a is a running base. The basis of his offense is the zone running scheme. Everything else goes off of that, okay? Daryl Henderson is a one-cat bat. If he stays healthy, he's going to have a great year, at least 1,100 yards and 10 touchdowns, if he stays healthy. Yeah, but that's your one number one. Yeah, he's going to be my number one. What? 1,100 yards and 11 touchdowns is pretty good. And I don't think Dak he's going to get there. I don't think he's going to get there. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty – if he does, if he stays healthy. If he stays healthy, he'll get there. I'm sure. Because mm, uh, they're going to run him enough. Disagree. He's a one-cut back. He fits, the, he fits the scheme perfectly. And my second running back is the still of the draft because he's going to be a star. Devontae Williams? He's going to be a star, bro. He could be. Just, this, just remember you heard it here first. He's going to be a star. Oh, a He's Denver a running back does well. Fucking way to break the mold on that one, Mike. Yeah, but he's a, he's he's a bulldozer and shoulder pad, bro. Like I love Javante Williams. Well, I took my first quarterback in the sixth. I finally took Jalen Hurts, which I was going to take him as my number one anyway. Are you really criticizing my running back pick and your number one quarterback is Jalen Hurts? Yeah, I think with he's nobody gonna... to throw to, bro. I don't even know. I'm not even going to criticize his skills. Their wide receiver and tight end room is not impressive. No, but here's the thing with Jalen Hurts. He had just enough time last year to where he'll be comfortable getting, like, he's not a rookie anymore. He doesn't have a ton of experience, but he's not a rookie. So people also haven't figured him out yet. He's going to have a great statistical year fantasy-wise, lots of interceptions, and then I'll never draft him again for the rest of my life. He's only on my season, (laughs) my team for this season alone. That's it. And then I wish him good luck. And I don't like your seven pick either, since we criticizing picks. Jarvis Landry, but he gets a lot of targets, but he's not going to get as many. I targets. think he's going to pull it all together pieces. this year, dude. I think he's you going think he's to gonna be... get touchdowns this year. I don't like him because he doesn't get touchdowns. I think bro. he's going to be a top fifteen guy. So a lot of people think I reached for OJ back. Oh yeah, I mean Odell. I said OJ. <laughs> oh <laughs> no, Odell is he was a one trick pony man. Who Odell? What's the trick? Because explain to me what the one trick Fancy is. Fancy catches. That's it. What? Yep. Yo, he'll take a slant to the crib on you. Like, don't disrespect Odell's. He could. Odell's he slant. absolutely could. He just doesn't anymore. And unless he's going to show me otherwise, that's how I'm going to feel about him. That offense is going to be so run-based, and they have a few weapons. I'm not a fan of that pick. Because his, his, his value comes in the amount of catches he's used to getting, and he doesn't get those numbers anymore just based on whatever bro well then my but i like your eighth pick eighth pick was t higgins i'm a wide receiver from cincinnati i think him and tyler boyd are pretty much gonna have uh, be a wash like have the same stats yeah but t higgins is gonna play outside but he's gonna have more opportunities for him to the slot yeah so t higgins will have the chance for the big plays and then you took somebody that i'm like 
Michael Thomas in the eighth. Wide receiver for the Saints. Bro, he might not even play this year. He's definitely going to play this year. It might not be with the Saints, but I'm okay with that. Yeah, but like starting plays, in like week gonna five, he's going to go to the Jets. He's going to go Brandon Marshall status. No worries. I got plans for that. <laughs> okay, sure, tell us tell us his plans so he knows what to expect. No, I said I got plans for the fact he might not be there till week five, buddy. Don't worry. I got oh, I got you. That. I got you for your team. Because then in the swing back, you took Tyler Boyd, T. Higgins' counterpart. There you go. The Hushman Zada who to my whoever it was, AJ Green Ocho? or Chad Johnson. Who am I thinking of? There you go. Ocho Cinco. But, um, Samuel. I think he'll get a lot of targets in the slot. I don't know about touchdowns. I think T. Higgins might get the touchdowns. He's a bigger receiver, but I think he's gonna get a lot of targets in the slot because Barrow from the LSU offense is used to big throws, slot throws, in and out. So I think he'll get a lot of that. So then I like slot. my ninth pick. I took Fournette, Leonard Fournette. That's good. Nine as your one. Oh no no no! He's your fourth running back. You can play him on an off week. Okay. He's my. You're running back heavy, bro. Well I then. Noticed that. See, oh, I'm pissed that I didn't take another running back on the swing. I took DJ Chark, which I shouldn't have. I should have t- taken Ronald Jones, who was available there. That way, I would have had the entire Buccaneers background. But yeah. I was. Uh, not in my right mind. I wasn't thinking clearly. So, DJ yeah, Chark. So I, I made a I made a move recently with that same thought in mind, which we'll talk about after we go through these picks. Well, and then you took ooh, Michael Carter. Michael Carter, who I don't know why I took him, but I like him. I like. Well, him I mean, in he's college. he's their number one back? Question mark. Like the Jets. He's not going to be there. He's not going to start their number one back. But I think he's going to turn it. So him and Javante Williams played together in college in the ACC. So I've seen them both a lot. I think they're really good. They carried North Carolina last year. So I like them both as backs. And I know running back Jets, Jets don't have a running back. So he if he happens to win the attrition battle, because at some point I just don't believe P Ryan and the other guys. Are. Be there. Ryan, you fuck that guy. Bad I mean, I wish him well, but I do wish him well. But bad teams usually have those type of things happen. I think he'd have a chance to emerge. You know what I'm saying? Like, but he's I not do. gonna be a starter on my team. All right, and then you took your but boy. He might have to be a starter because I need a third running back, and I just looked at it. He's the third guy. No, I'm gonna start this other guy. Yeah, you're gonna start your next pick, right? Absolutely. Because he's going to get plays every week, bro. Like, he's explosive. He's going to get in every you're week. You're going to get, get sloppy seconds is what you're going to get. But, no, I'm not going to start him. I have somebody else that I'm going to start that I've been watching a fantasy show and I like, actually. So, take that back. Oh, in my but, round 11, I took my boy, Debo Samuel. I like him. He is going to have I a like good him. year. I like him. But I don't know. If, it depends. I don't, th- I don't like him with Trey. Yeah, um, that part's going to be tough to Because Trey's not good out. at the intermediate passing, and that's yeah. what Debo is good at. I don't like that for him. I know if that. If you keep Garoppolo in the game, I love Debo's hat. Yeah. I love it. It's, uh, that one's going to be tough because I feel the same way. But I'm like, if, you know. But the way he might he might be big with Trey is the, the, the short run. passing game, the screens. Well, yeah, exactly. Screens, They're going to incorporate him in those quick hits. You They're know, definitely going to use him for those. It's almost going to be like a, a run slant option. It's just going to be is. like everybody's running the same game. way. It's Give it to this... short game, long game. Yeah. Yeah. They're not going to have a lot of intermediate stuff. It's going to be short game, long game. 
Yeah. Either run it ball, line of scrimmage, or we're just going to take shots. With him, because intermediate is where young quarterbacks get messed up in the middle of the field. So they're going to try to watch that. Then I took uh, my tight end, Go Dirt, on the way back. Just Dallas because. Goddard. Goddard. Whatever. Might have a big year. He might have a big year. All depends on Jalen Hurts. It's okay, Pitt. I mean, Philadelphia tight ends historically do well. Kind of same thing as Cowboys and Niners. And also, I have Jalen Hurts as my starting QB. So if he does throw the tight end, smart pick. That's who I'm going to take. And then. Montreal pick is the most explosive guy in the draft. He's going to get playing time. He's not going to be a starter, but he might get some early starting minutes because my wide receiver room actually my wide receiver room put looks pretty good i got a bunch of ones jalen waddle i like him is who you're talking like about Jalen and i gotta look into our scoring does he get uh if he scored return and touchdowns like does he get points for that you don't get points for yards but you get points if he scores a touchdown that's why i said return touchdown punt yeah. touchdown okay yeah because he'll play both of those and he's explosive flat out explosion you know who else is explosive who i took justin fields he took Fields in 13, but hmm, it's going to be a tough year for Fields. That offers a lot of stinks. Yeah, it's going like to be him. tough. I really like him. But I, I do really have a backup like quarterback, so I'm not worried about it. Oh, yeah. But I where really I took like him, Justin you took Fields. Gus Edwards. I mean, are you going to really play, like, plug and play Gus Edwards? Like, No, I'm going to start Gus Edwards because Gus Edwards is going to get carries every week. He's going to get at least 15 carries a week. I know, but that – exactly. He's going to get 15 JK carries a week for the Ravens, that- which is 70 yards. What? Every now and again. 15 carries, 70 yards, and two touchdowns. I'm okay with that. Yeah, but J.K. Dobbins is not a goal line back. It's not he's gonna be he's gonna be the goal line back. Just, I know. It doesn't mean is, he's gonna score every time. Hey, I'm gonna take my chances with him. Don't worry. Oh, I'm I not got worried. two of the top Trust five. Me, I'm looking fantasy at wise, if team. you go to fantasy projections, I got two of the top seven quarterbacks in the NFL. So Okay, wow. some weeks my other positions might not show up. Your first two every- picks are going to be better than the other players at their position. Good for you. That's kind of the whole point of this, Mike. <laughs> hey, go, Gus Edwards is going to be fine. Don't worry about him. Oh yeah. But I might have to. I might have to go steal me a, a, a starting running back somewhere. I, I look where I picked that. I didn't have much choice, but I like Gus. I think we'll have a good year. And if J.K. Dobbins, who's a second year back in the NFL, happens to not stay healthy, guess who'll be there to pick up the pieces? That, that's true. Mr. Edwards. That is just true. got a new contract. And then my 14th pick is the number one receiver in Jetsville. Which Mr. is Corey not Davis. I think both of our 14th picks were both wide receivers that were like, ah, eh, I'm going to need to plug somebody in and get eight points because I took Curtis Samuel and you took Corey Davis. <laughs> no, I think Corey Davis is going to have a good year. I truly believe he's the number Who else the hell are they going to throw the ball to? Yeah, but that doesn't matter. The number one. Oh, man. Never mind. I was going to go way, way too bad there. The number one receiver on the Jets is not any – it doesn't mean that they're going to be productive is all he's I'm gonna saying. He's going to be 1,100. He's going to be – Corey Davis is a good receiver. He just made the NFL top 100. What like, this is not a bad receiver. He's a good receiver. He's bro. a good receiver now, on the Jets. Let's see what Wilson – what? They got Zach Wilson. Have you not been watching him play? Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> Uh, and I have you're gonna lose so much money in the first two weeks of the season because you watch too much preseason garbage. Sorry, protect your wallet. I don't watch. I'm not. I watch the play. The plays. The things that are happening, not the score, man. 
I know, score. I know. Well, what were you doing in round fifteen with Rashad Bateman, wide receiver from Baltimore? He's a he's a backup. And he's exactly. Gonna, he's gonna, and he's gonna be. I like him. I'm a fan of Rashad. See, Bateman. I took a backup in round fifteen, but I took Kenyon Drake, the running back for the Raiders, who's not gonna play unless Josh Jacobs gets hurt. And then guess what? Yeah, that's the only time he's a full time three down. It's back. round fifteen of eighteen. It's my fourth yeah. to last pick. I picked, and you don't criticize I picked a receiver for a team who has no receivers. All he has to do is come in and make a couple good catches. He's the one. Yeah, that's He's true. the one. All right. So if he both... comes back week three, has a couple good weeks, he's the one. Like, they stink at receiver. Their number one pick doesn't even play anymore. They went out and dropped and picked up, like, some guy. They picked up Bateman and some other guys. Because Marcus, whatever his name is, he's done. His, yeah. his career is Hollywood pretty much over. too small. Holloway Brown, is. Suck. he better enjoy that first-round money. Yeah, exactly. It's pretty much over for that guy. So then it to be like a punt returner or something. <laughs> then I got the number one turnover defense in the NFL. You took the Dolphins. The, I took the Niners. Yes. And their and their cornerback tandem is the best in the NFL. Which is it's not even close. Xavier Howard and Byron Jones. What? What? That's a dynamic yes. duo. I'll give you that. It you is took your kicker, duo. the Raiders kicker, in the second to last mm-hmm. round. I took the steal of the draft. Ryan Fitzpatrick in the seventeenth round could be the still the jack because like he's my number he's two quarterback. Slam. While I'm waiting for Justin Fields to shake out, see what happens. But all of you psychopaths took all your quarterbacks within the first few rounds, so I knew that there was only me and one other person that still needed a third quarterback, a backup. So I waited like four extra rounds to get my quarterback. That was the steal. Yes, and then the steal if it works out. I followed that up with the worst pick of the draft, which is I took Will Lutz as my kicker, and I guess he's hurt. Like, I didn't even know that. (laughs) So he's not even playing. (laughs) Don't worry. My 18th pick, I took a guy that I've already put on the waiver wire. Terrence Marshall. I like him, but I had to use my mind and realize that I needed Michael Thomas' backup. So I went and picked up that guy that caught the two touchdowns last night because he's going to play. Oh, and there he's you gonna go. play with Jameis, and if they have some chemistry, he maybe have a couple good weeks. The Saints' offense is wide open. All you gotta do is get open. You know All right, so, so maybe maybe he works out. So he'll fill in for Mike Thompson until he gets back. Don't worry, we're on the roll, baby. All right, so let me read off our starting lineups, and we'll see who we think has a better team for Week One. I have Jalen Hurts, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Ezekiel Elliott, Najee Harris, Joe Mixon. A.J. Brown, Chris Godwin, Jarvis Landry, T. Higgins, or Debo Samuel, I don't know yet. Uh, Probably Debo because I'm a homer. Uh, Phillies tight end, Dallas, what would you call him? Goddard? Dallas Goddard. Goddard. Uh, I need a new kicker, and then the Niners defense. Niners defense is good. Your kicker is hurt, so that's... Yeah, I need a new one there. So my week one starters are going to be Dak and Russ, clearly. Um, I'm going to start CD if he's okay with protocol. I'm going to start Tyler Boyd, clearly. I'm starting Corey Davis. And my fourth receiver will probably be Terry Matt. No, no, it's not. It's going to be the Galloway guy. Yeah, I'm starting him week one. Callaway, whatever the hell his name is for the Saints. Because I, I got the number one waiver wire, so I can say this on recorded radio. Oh, 
<laughs> I'm the commissioner. So, I can block your waiver. <laughs> and then my three running backs is I'm starting Daryl Henderson. I'm starting Javante Williams. And I'm going to start Gus Edwards week one. Not Michael yes, Carter. Not going to give the kid a chance. No, because he, he's not. I don't think he's the starter right now. I think he'll be the starter, but I'm going to start Gus Edwards. But by week three, he'll probably be the starter because I want to play the both the North Carolina guys. I'm a fan. And then you've so, got. And then my defense is Miami and my kick is Carlson. With, and my yeah. tight end is the best tight end in the NFL. Second best. Sorry. Not the best. No, no, no. Second best. He is the best. He's the second best, but he's more well-rounded. But So I had an idea he... for a fantasy football party. Tell me if I'm crazy here. So it's kind of like fantasy football, like Royal Rumble status. Like the Royal Rumble, there's 30 contestants for wrestling, WWE. It's like if everybody puts in five bucks and gets a random number and your person wins, you don't need to have any stake in the game, no care. But you can win 150 bucks off five bucks. Who doesn't want to do that? You know, that's fun. But -hmm. for fantasy football, I was kind of thinking of a similar thing for like a watch party where everybody pre-ranks their players, gets their, you know, puts everybody where they need to be, and then you just have a watch party with an auto draft. That way it doesn't matter if everybody gets sloppy, not making their picks, this guy's phone doesn't work. (laughs) You know, it's like there's no excuses either. It's just like a fun watch party. It's like everybody just hangs out, and then it's like, oh, shit, I thought I'd put that guy way higher, and now you took him, that messes up my whole list, and just do that for like two hours. That'd be awesome. (laughs) That would be awesome to just sit back and watch other people pick. I'd be okay with that. Because then it's all pre-done. It's like there's no pressure. It's like whatever's going to happen is already going to happen. But if you pre-rank your players, you can't blame it on anything except for your dumbass. And then you can laugh at that while you're watching it too. <laughs> I like it. I think uh, think we might be trying to implement that sometime soon just for fun. Matt, let me know. Well, I, won't, I don't know. Oh, you'll be the first to know, Mike. What are you watching right now? Besides football, anything or just football? I tried to start church. I tried to start Beckett today. I really couldn't get into it. Me neither, uh, dude. I watched like the first twelve minutes, and I was like, "Oh, <laughs> yeah, fuck! Yeah. I can't do it, man." So, so I might try to run that back. Um, I think I I'm just know, gonna man. leave it alone. <laughs> yeah, that, that that thing was kind of dry. I'm like, dude, and how like does the like? Guy, that's the guy from the uh, show um, that was on HBO, Ballers. Ballers, yeah, John. De- that's Denzel's yeah. son. Oh, that's what he is. Yeah, that, that's why he's so good. Like he burst on the scene because, like, oh yeah, you had a good Dang, teacher. So I should really give him a try, but yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't yeah, it's a, Beckett's supposed to be like this international thriller, like this American gets lost and's getting chased, and it's like after the first, it's only like an hour and forty minutes. We're like twelve minutes in, like fifteen percent of the way in, and it's like they're just having breakfast at a coffee shop. Like, oh my gosh, will something happen? They're just like, isn't it great that nothing ever happens? Yeah, can something please happen? It's like, I don't know. I don't think I can go back. Oh, then they started the new season of uh, Married at First Sight, so I'm watching that. Yes, I watched Married at First Sight, Judge Your Mother. Oh. Um, <laughs> uh, what else? I really think I should give that a go. Oh, I, and Canaan. Uh, the Raising... The, the Raisin Chapter Canaan. 3? Yeah, Raising Canaan All Stars, so I'm going to start the process of actually getting because i watched the first episode but then i stopped because that's how I, I usually just don't watch none watch the whole season at once yeah 
But there ain't nothing else on right now. And football don't start for a couple of weeks. So I think I'm watching. Yeah, there's a bit of a lull. So I'm trying to catch yeah, up like on this everything. Yeah, like two week lull. So I'm trying to like, yeah. Yeah, I'm with you too. There's something that came out on Netflix, I think today, called uh, Count Me In. It's just about like the most badass drummers in history. <laughs> and it's like a docu-series or documentary thing. It's really rad. I only got through probably half of it, but I'm definitely going to be going back to it. I highly recommend it for you as a drummer and a fan of drum line. I haven't drummed in like 20 years, bro. I know, but still, you would appreciate <laughs> it. If you just appreciate like how hard it is to be a drummer, you'd appreciate it. So there you go. That's my recommendation for the week. That and this week's playlist is Imagine Dragons and NWA. So that's what we're coming with. Be sure to follow us every week on YouTube, on Instagram. I'm at Brendala7. Mike is at BlackIrish213. You can follow us at BlackIrishPod. And until next week, Mike, be safe, be sane, be loved. Go Cowboys.